This recording is for the members and listeners who have requested to have prayer said for them, for their family, for their marriages. Anyone who is looking for to be added to the prayer request line only needs to send me an email at www.tyreewilson.com. Working on your marriage, fighting for your marriage, standing for your marriage, no matter what the situation is, it's not easy. It's a very true test of mental stability, spiritual devotion, and a compassionate and enduring love. It isn't for everyone, and that's fine. But for those who choose to stand for what they believe in or to stand on the word of God, this channel, this podcast, it's always here to support you. For Michael Harrison, Allison Cadell, MKNC, Bruce Jeter, Crystal Smith, Ray Bowman, and Marie Brown. Father, I present these families, these standers, husbands and wives, partners. I lift their names up to you. Whatever their situation is, Father God, I'm not sure of what is happening with them, and it's not my place. I know that the only thing I can do is turn them over to you. Father, I'm praying that a hand, your specific, divine, supernatural and healing hand is felt on the hearts and the minds and in the presence of these standards. We need you, Father God, now more than ever. Whatever is happening, whether it be adultery, whether it be drugs, whether it be trouble with the law, whether it be a spiteful mind or painful emotions or destructive behavior and actions. Father God, I'm praying that you do a mighty work and you end the affairs, that you end dysfunction, that you end distrust. I'm praying, Father God, that not only myself and all the listeners, but those on the list find the joy and the restoration of what it feels like to focus on you. Father, as I do this podcast, I am learning to understand that there are so many people in so many situations that differ from my own. I can see that offering my prayers sometimes doesn't feel like it's enough. But I come to understand that that is what you require. That is what you ask. And because of the power and the love that you have for all of us, prayer is enough.
Father, help us now. Either through sign, through peace, through rest. That what we do next is exactly what you have wanted us to do. Everything else we leave in your able and capable hands. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Sins of Omission Written by Ron R. Lee Your wife was up most of last night with a sick child. Tonight, after a few hours of sleep, you hear the sound of coughing from your child's room. You know that if you lie still, your wife will take care of the situation. What do you do? Your husband just had the worst week of his career. His department failed to meet its quota for the second consecutive quarter, and his boss called him on the carpet. You consider preparing his favorite meal for dinner, but you've hardly had time to sit down all day. Leftovers will be a lot easier. What do you do? Our pride leads to an ongoing internal debate over whose welfare we should seek at any given moment. Our own or that of others Pride can lead us to refuse to do what is right, to ignore God's prompting to offer help, to show kindness, to go the second mile in behalf of our spouse. We frequently resist God's prompting to do good for another because we're tired, we're too busy, or we're distracted by other seemingly more important concerns. When we recognize these silent sins, we realize our need to be submitted to God's rule in our lives. Only then will we find the strength to truly serve one another. And only then will our marriages thrive. Welcome to the Lot Pop Talks podcast. I am your host, Tyree Wilson. And whether you are a man or a woman who is either married, separated, standing for your marriage or divorce, this podcast is here to support you. There's a lot to be said about a man who has lived in fear, fear of not making it, fear of rejection, fear of success. A lot of reasons, a lot of excuses to a point can make a man live in the lowest form of his existence. This episode is for those men, whether you are a wife or a husband standing for your marriage, or maybe you're deciding that the marriage you're in because of the actions of your husband or your partner has brought you to a place of wanting a separation or divorce. The man that you're with, the partner you've chosen, 
may have been dealing with not feeling adequate enough in any and everything he has done. The issues could have stemmed something as far back as his childhood. It could have stemmed from a bad breakup in his teenage years. I'm not asking you to understand, to overlook that man's actions. But I want you to know that when a man has told you he does not want to continue living his life the way he has been, there's a very good chance that man is telling you the absolute truth. Living in fear is something that a lot of people, a lot of men, will not admit to. We are taught, men are taught from a very young age, that we are not all of that, that we're not the best, that we must be able to compete. The man next to us, the very next man, may be better than us, can take what we have, is better for the job. Whatever the case may be, we are taught from a very early age that anything we work for, even though we've obtained it, it must be kept. Never to get too comfortable, never to feel as though we've, we've made it. I uh, read an email not too long ago about a fellow who told me about him cheating on his wife, not once, but twice. And his wife found out um, the second time around. And although the wife is more than justified for exiting the marriage based off of his actions, this man has chosen to really dive down deep into why. Why would he choose to join into a behavior that is unbecoming of a real man whatever the case may be his first time I'm sure that he'll work that out but a second time that that means that there's a certain behavior there's a certain pattern behind it that he needs to figure out not his wife he needs to figure this out and he needs to come to terms with where he is this man I can't really say his name on the podcast, but he found what the reason was. And it was a fear of success to have a great job and career, to have the children that he wanted, to have the house and home. And he built it with a beautiful woman by his side. So why, why jeopardize these things? He asked himself, why would he jeopardize those things? It's because he felt that at any point in time, because of the era we're living in, he would lose those things. And he could. Sometimes a man who lives in fear of rejection and fear of loss, even in fear of success, sometimes the people that he listens to, the, the, the places he frequents, drops a little seed, a hint of doubt, anxiety, whatever the case may be. Those things are enough to make him jeopardize his way of living. 
And so we think as standards, is the enemy tempting us? Is the enemy reminding us of an undiscovered fear? Are we being shown a false truth? Are we focusing on the wrong things? Are we chasing after something we're not even sure truly exists? Do we believe that the grass is greener on the other side? That curiosity, what if? For the men who are in this situation, trying to figure out who they are, and maybe you're sure of who you are, but you're going through this terrible time. I want you to think about these things. Was it the enemy? Or did God allow this season to come your way? Because he too has been waiting for you to realize that you no longer want to live this same life. Maybe you're tired of living in fear. Maybe you've been playing it safe for so long that you're watching other people succeed at what they want to do in their lives. That you see other couples looking so happy. That you see other women who are just clinging to their men's arms and you're wondering, how do I get that? How do I make sure I don't lose it once I've had it? What if you're one of those guys, if I, I, you realize, did I already have that and did I throw it away? Maybe this season is a season for you to realize those things and make the necessary moves, shifts, and changes in your mindset so that you can enjoy, be a part of, and truly sow into that blessing of a family in a unit, a relationship that is strong at its core. But in order to do that, God has to take you to a place where only you and him can work to remove those different seeds, the seeds of doubt, the seeds of fear, the seeds of anxiety. And he needs to and he will put back into you what you thought you had discarded, the ability to produce, the ability to compete the ability to appreciate. Imagine if your spouse, your wife, your husband, whatever, had given you, if they came to you tonight and they wanted to work things out, would you be ready? Would you be willing? Are you able? If you're not, be honest with yourself. Because for those that prepare, like in sports, for men that prepare themselves to be in the game, one day they're going to call your number 
one day it's going to be your time and you need to show up. You cannot wait. Do not wait and wait for the perfect situation, for the perfect outcome, for the perfect anything. Don't wait. Go for it. Understand that any opportunity that comes your way is a God-given opportunity. Work on that fear. Work on that anxiety. Work on those feelings of inadequacy. Show your spouse you are not that man anymore. One way to show them and to prove where you are is to allow them to make any and all moves necessary so that they can feel as though they are not raising a man. Hopefully you understand what I mean by this. Your spouse, your wife, for wives that are listening, even your husband, they did not intend on marrying and raising an adult child. So, in order to show your own strength, faith in God, they will have to make moves by themselves. They will need to do whatever it takes to exercise their anger and their fear and their contempt for you. Though I am not telling you to stand for abuse, I'm telling you to withstand the attack that comes from an angered spirit. Some of these adults that you're with, they may be threatening your life. They may be threatening your relationship. They may be threatening to be home with you, whatever the case may be. Let them threaten. Let them fuss. Let them fight. Let them do what they think they need to do. As long as they're no longer physically, if they're not physically harming you or your children, let them do what they think they need to do. They're angry. They're tired. They're fed up. But let them finish their vent. Let them finish their rant because that's what's owed to them. In the meantime, you show your strength. You show your ability to reserve your emotions, your physical actions, and any outbursts that may come from you. Show them that you're not the same person anymore. Any change you want to make, from this point on, you're more than serious. You're willing. You're not afraid of failing at this. You can't be afraid. As a standard, you just you're you're allowed to feel your emotions. You're allowed to say what's happening to you, but you have to be able to stop allowing fear to dictate what you do next. Fear, fear is a drug for those that oppress you, for those that want to see you squirm, for those that abuse you. They like your fear. Even if it's your spouse, if it's an enemy, it doesn't matter. Deprive them of that joy. Starve them of your fear. 
you will be surprised at the changes that will happen in your life and their mindset, what happens in your world, your finances, your education, business, relationship, your spiritual relationship. Starve the enemy of that fear. How can you stop that fear? How can you starve a fear? I want you to tap into what you're good at. Tap into things that you're not so good at and create a real timeline or a plan or just document on paper, pen and paper, the steps you've taken to change who you are and who you were in a positive light. If you can't or have difficulty doing it yourself, my personal recommendation is you seek help. Call a counselor. Call a therapist. A professional. Get a professional. There are a lot of self-proclaimed coaches. There are a lot of self-help gurus. Though the content that they put out is beautiful in a way and packaged in a sense that helps those who are looking for support in other places, the best amount of support you can give yourself is prayer and professional services. That's taking control of your life and your and no longer leaving it in the hands of the enemy, in the hands of, of fear, and in the hands of chaos. For the man who sent me that message, first of all, I want to say thank you because it takes a lot of it takes a lot of courage to want to open up about a personal transgression. But if this truly isn't who you are, if being an adulterer is truly who you are not, then you have got to at least thank God for this revelation. That you have finally accepted that this behavior is no longer acceptable. That this is no longer what's going to make you the man you wish you could be. Whatever is causing the cheating, whatever has been the point of it. This is what's killing your marriage. This is what is stopping you. This is your your lion to tame. This is what it is. Your wife is not the problem. The, the, the situation that you're in is not the problem. Don't beat yourself up over it. Do not beat yourself up over it. It's over. It's done. It's in the past. It, it doesn't even have to be revisited. It doesn't have to be relived. It's over. You have got to move on past this. For those men, I want you to know that if you are at this revelation in your life, in your stand, whatever the case may be, you're here because you're ready. You're here because you're able. You're here because you're willing. You're here. You're here. Think about where you could be. And yet here you are listening to this episode. 
when this podcast is over, leave the fear behind. Give your fears, give the anxiety, give the regret to the most high. You have got to drop this anchor. It's no longer yours to carry. I want you to, when you finish this podcast, live your life. Your wife, your partner, they will see. They will see. Even if they try to avoid you, one day they will see you. And they will be looking to see if anything about you has changed. Even if it isn't physical. If it, it's not even a physical change or financial change. People can look and sense you are not carrying the same load you once carried. And you're not under the shroud of fear of being judged or rejected that you once had. And they're going to want to talk to you. And you're going to have to open your mouth. You're going to have to be social again. And you have to make sure that when you open your mouth and you're social again, it isn't pain that comes out of your mouth. It isn't self-loathing that comes out of your mouth. Healing. This is why people go to God for for healing and change. This takes time. And you have to be deliberate about it. You have to be intentional. Because if you won't do that, the fear of slipping back into your old ways will come. Show your spouse, even if it is an ex-spouse, show them that you're not the same person anymore. Yourself, you're not the same person anymore. And believe it. That's going to do it for today's episode, you guys. If you haven't already, go to the website, www.tyreewilson.com. Subscribe to the website. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram at LockPop, L-O-C-D-P-O-P. I'll see you again for another podcast. By joining me on those different sites, it is a free and helpful way of helping and supporting this content. Until next time, have a blessed night. Hey, my listener, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lockpot Talks. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast and website over at www.tyreewilson.com. When you visit and subscribe, you get a free seven-day prayer devotional journal for you to keep. If you want to work one-on-one with me, you only need to email me, DM, or message me, and I will get in contact with you about how we can get started. Have a great rest of your day, and God bless. Mm-hmm.